love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. We make each other better. She always reminds me about what actually matters. You know, love conquers all. Wherever he is, I, I want to be there, always. She just always accepted me for who I was. He makes me a better person. It was like love at first sight. Well, love is the most important thing. We love to be part of a Canadian love stories, and it's just great that we have, you know, some really tangible, real stories to hear, and, and, and it's amazing. Loved each and every one of the stories. It was so heartwarming, and I'm just so proud that I was part of it. Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. Today's love story belongs to the Calder family. Once upon a time, there was a family business built on love that started with one store and grew over five decades to be the largest family-owned jeweler in Canada. One day, they decided to spread the love even more by sponsoring a podcast featuring love stories of all kinds. Sound familiar? This is the Canadian Love Map. You do not get to be 50 years in business as a family-run operation without accumulating a lot of stories. And I would love to start with the story of how Charm came to be. Well, I could take that because actually uh, prior to Charm, I was in the, in the jewelry business. And uh, but I always wanted to do my own thing. I decided that I should create my own store. So I was very, very... Uh, determined uh, that that should happen and uh, I had lots of support. When I first learned about it he took me to the Red Fox Tavern and he said you know I've always wanted to go into business for myself and I think we should do it. We're going to open our own store and I'm going to have a chain of stores. I said you are going to have a chain of stores. We have nothing. We don't have one store and you are going to have a chain of stores. Yes he said that's what we're going to do. And he said, but I need you to be on board. And I said, yes, we'll do this. And that's actually how it started. It was a Red Fox Tavern. And uh, yeah, that was pretty, it was pretty mind-boggling at the time uh, because we needed uh, seed money and where we were going to do that. So we sold our house, we sold our car, and Richard had really good support from suppliers because he had been in the jewelry business and he was very well liked in the industry. And the bank supported us really well too. It was a local bank and the Woodlawn Mall and they loved him. <laughs> and that's how I say it started. It sounds like though that you bought into that broader vision very quickly that okay, we're not just starting a store, we're starting an empire in a way. Well, I don't think the empire in the early stages was going to be that large. I thought uh, that we wanted to have a, a chain of at least four stores. And uh, so, but she said, we don't have one. And I said, no, but we have to have four or five stores. That's that's where I wanted to go. So I right, right from the get-go, I was thinking 
that I didn't want to run one, I wanted to run four or five. And uh, so we, we, we started out on, on the adventure to do that. And she said, where are we going to get the money? And, and uh, you know, and I said, well, we, we're just going to have to sell the house. We're going to have to sell the car. We'll just put all the money together. And I was really very good at, uh, at, at money. I was always very good at money. You were. Right. Great financier. And uh, so we, we, we compiled the money and, uh, and we worked hard and, uh, and uh, started that first store in a, in a place called Woodlawn Mall, which is probably not considered to be the best location in the world. It was handy, but, uh, but we, we made it work. We made it work. It was a lot of work, you know, a young family, new business. Yeah, we, and, and we, we talked about it and we thought about it 24-7 for years. It was 24-7 Charm Diamond Centers. And what was it about the idea of selling jewelry that people would buy to give as, you know, as a, an indication of their love? What did that... Uh, um, represent for you in terms of appealing to you as a business model? You know, there's no better business actually than the jewelry business to, to be involved in everybody's special giving and special occasion and whether they're getting engaged or whatever. It's, it's just all part and parcel of that and we really enjoyed being part of that special thing. So we embraced that right from the beginning and not didn't think of them really so much as customers as as more like that we were helping them uh with those special events and and uh so and you know even after you know 50 years of being in this business i felt like i've never worked a day in my life and uh because i've just enjoyed uh the overall business and and that part of it uh dealing with customers and dealing with employees so much that it's just been uh, it's it's been a, it's been a great ride. Troy, when did you know that this was your calling? <laughs> <laughs> um, not till later on in life. Um, so I was uh, being called back from BC. I was in BC and on a different uh, trajectory um, career-wise, and uh, they wanted some help with their POS. The, the the computer system so I had more knowledge than anyone else in the family with computers which wasn't a lot but I had more <laughs> knowledge than everyone else so I went back to help and uh, I just got caught up in the bug of, of all of the the fun things in the jewelry business not only was the was it in the logistics of, of getting but the but the merchandising part and the marketing part is just so much fun and uh, and as Sharon was saying the uh, the people the people that we that we were we were around were hilarious I mean like they were super fun, and uh, we, we, we did grow up with uh, the people in Charm and, and, uh, and, and find out their stories, their life stories as we, as we went on. So it was, it was hard to leave, really hard to leave. The theme of family also seems to extend to your customers. Even well, I think uh, win the customer for life. This is what we, is, is our mission statement, is to win the customer for life. And we, we wanted all of the... Uh, employees and all the frontline uh, workers to realize that we that we were there to win the customer for life. So no matter what we had to do uh, to keep that customer, we were prepared to do that to keep that customer. And that's what you have to do if you're going to win them for life. So you can't be you know uh, wishy washy 
about that. You have to be out there for them and what and do whatever it takes. And sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, you know, you have to do a lot. And uh, sometimes you have to do a lot, and you have to do it in uh, quickly because you know people are, you know, getting married, and you know they they um, the wedding is in two weeks, and the wedding bands are not in yet, and so when you have to be able to, you can't say uh, well, that's okay. You just have to be able to do. Uh, get those wedding bands in. You have to turn things around, and uh, you you have to do whatever you have to do. So it's it's all about winning the customer uh, for life is our motto, and we we stick with that, and uh, and so on, and we talk about that every day. I think you might have a couple stories of going above and beyond. Well, I had a, I had a customer, a gentleman who I'd dealt with for uh, many years, and he called me from New York. He said, it's my anniversary, and I forgot, and I'm coming home. Help. So what we did, I said, well, do you have any idea? No, he said, I know you'll get the right thing. So I picked out something I thought his wife would love, gift-wrapped it, even got a card. And when he got off the plane, there it was. Uh, obviously, we have like many stories of how our own uh, sales associates have gone above and beyond, you know, driving to different cities and... Uh, you know, deliveries to offices. I mean, that, that's, that's been numerous times. Um, but I, I have personally been involved in a number of, of sales transactions too, where, where you know, you, are, you see how much emotional uh, connection they have with the product. And you, you, you have to go to do whatever you can to make sure that that purchase is perfect. And in one case, the guy was flying to Italy. Um, he had this whole um, dream set up of how he was gonna present an anniversary product. Um, an anniversary ring, but it was it was a struggle to get everything to line up with him and, and his busy schedule and, and make sure, but it all went out perfectly and they had a beautiful trip and we were just happy to be a part of it. But you're part of the love in right. that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's humbling in some ways. I have a couple of stories. Number one, you know, we used to sell grandfather clocks and oftentimes, you know, that uh, managers of the stores would would be going out on Christmas Eve and so on and and taking the grandfather clock and putting it in the house under the tree or near the tree and so on and setting them up for them because they didn't want them there before and uh, so we would be making that last minute delivery so that is quite uh, uh, quite special and uh, so they, they would go the extra mile to do that the other the other thing is that at one time we had a robbery in a store in New Brunswick, and it was two days before Christmas, and uh, the, they, they came in and they stole uh, everything that was in the safe and all of the, the layaway purchases for all of the customers that were having special things for Christmas that were in there. And uh, Sharon and I, we, we, we left uh, the office and we, we went to all the existing stores with a list and, and went and picked up all of the different uh, items that were in there and delivered them personally to, uh, to the store so that they could all pick them up on Christmas Day uh, on, on time. So nobody was short of the, of the items. So we had, to, we had to tear right all the way around the country, whatever type of thing, picking up these things and so on. I mean, today maybe it would be 
a FedEx that you could count on, but back then it was no FedEx you could count on. So, uh, so that's we had to do it personally. So, so you know, there's a lots and lots of stories about home delivery and and delivery to nursing homes for special people, and uh, that we would make as well. So, uh, you know, taking that uh, win the customer for life uh, has a lot of meaning to a lot of people, and a lot of people embrace that to the fullest. And uh, so we, 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 tr we try to live by that. So it, it has something, has meaning to us. Yeah, and I feel like winning, winning the customer for life is really something that we can all grab a hold of. Um, when, it, when it comes to even how the store should look, if you're the customer coming in, how easy should it be to shop? Um, the, the value they're getting in their items. So winning the customer for life, they shouldn't just be happy today and tomorrow. They should be happy a year from now that they really got what they really wanted, right, uh, for their loved ones. So I think that encompasses a lot of, of what we do is we try to look at the customer long term. And, uh, and I think it seems to work. Sometimes they, they propose right in the store. Uh, on one knee and everything like that. So that's that's always magical. I've, I've seen some pictures of, of people getting proposed in, right in our store. Uh, I find personally when you uh, when a guy buys an engagement ring, I mean, you never know what's going to happen, and it's actually quite exciting. He doesn't even know what's going to happen, and oftentimes it's like a hot potato, and they get pro they propose the, the second he arrives home, right, where he has a plan but he can't help himself. So it's always fun to see uh, what happens, and oftentimes they'll they'll come back to us and tell us what how they did it how they propose, so it's nice. You get to hear the other side of the story. Yeah, we get to hear some of the stories, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we prompt them a little bit, because as we're selling them the, the diamond or whatever, we say to them, do you know how you're going to propose? And you know what you're gonna do? So, uh, no, I, and so, so, and that's a very interesting conversation, but so the, some of the associates help them a little bit with that, you know, well, maybe you should do this, or maybe you could do that, or whatever, so just kind of, uh, bring up some ideas. So that's what I'm saying. We 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 share in the overall uh, purchase and and the love. That's how how it brings the love back around. Mm -hmm. That's the underpinning of the business in so many ways. Yeah, and some of our uh, people, actually, some of our great uh, salespeople have actually been invited to the wedding because they get so involved with the uh, engagement ring and the wedding ring and the other gifts that they actually get invited to the wedding. Now, how sweet is that? That's really sweet. That says a lot, actually. We couldn't share the great stories that we do here on the Canadian Love Map podcast without the amazing support of Charm Diamond Centers. They are Canada's largest family-owned jeweler, and they're proud to be putting love on the map. The folks at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. I'm curious about highlights of yours over 50 years, building this wonderful family-owned business. When you look back, what are your some what are some of your real highlights? Highlights. Well, I'd say you know some of the proudest moments that I have, which are very close. Uh, proudest moments that I have, they're very close. Is I have to say that our overall team and so on did a tremendous job through COVID, and you know this was the most challenging uh, thing for a retailer to be able to go through that, and you know our. Uh, the, the team, what they put together 
and so on, uh, dealing with all our employees and so on and their concerns and dealing with concerns about people working in the stores and, and how we operated and how we were going to operate. Uh, you know, we, we were leading the way uh, right across the country uh, for how we set that up to keep our people safe and, uh, and still make the sales. And uh, I just, I have to uh, say that that was uh, Troy driven more than myself and, uh, and with his team. And I, I just uh, I couldn't be more proud of, uh, of what they did there. So that was fabulous. That was fabulous. Well, one of the things that I think was, to me, it made me feel really wonderful and very proud was when we were inducted into the um, Business Hall of Fame here in Nova Scotia. And it just meant so much to think that we were recognized for all the hard work that we've done by our peers. It was it was a wonderful experience. So I'd like to say a couple. I mean, we were the first uh, mall jeweler. Actually, we were one of the first retailers to open up in Canada through COVID, um, prepared with inventory, with all the PPE, uh, with all the processes to keep everyone safe. So that was very... Um, uh, that was very rewarding to see how our team could come together and how great people can really work really well together. Um, I have to say that uh, our, we ha have been um, honored with the top 50 best managed companies since 2007, and, and each year that's a challenge to, to make sure that we're, uh, we're still in the running, and, 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 and that's always a great, because uh, you get to reflect on, on what are the great things that we're doing well. And there's always a lot. We're always quite surprised each year how, how many great things that we've accomplished within a year. So that's always great. Uh, but I'm going, getting to be coast to coast when, when we, you know, when we had Ben Moss, uh, you know, uh, when we expanded out, out west and, and, uh, and took on the, the banner of Ben Moss, uh, that was very rewarding for me. I thought being coast to coast really was a great uh, achievement for Charm. And, and certainly uh, we've been starting... Um, we've been just continuing the same message that, that Richard and Sharon started so many years ago, but it's amazing that it can, you know, they can, has the staying power that it has. Yeah, and you know, the other thing that really strikes me is that there is that love and family theme really represented in your sense of generosity to your community and the way you show a sense of responsibility to take care of others. Can you talk about what that has meant to you and, and how that has showed up? It's been a very important uh, part of our business. We, we wanted to give back to the communities in which we did business. And we thought, well, how can we do this? And what's the best way? So we thought about uh, hospitals um, and healthcare facilities to support them. And so we started way, way, way back when by, uh, we had the Charms Children's Crusade. To, uh, to get monies for uh, the IWK at that time because we were originally in Nova Scotia. But then it went on so that we support all the children's hospitals across Canada and, or in the communities in which we, we have, do business. So uh, it, started, it started there. And we have been involved with a lot of, of hospitals and uh, with their gala events and... Um, yeah, we, we've tried to, we wanted to give back. And Sharon, I know you used to be a nurse. So is that partly why you chose that avenue? Uh, it probably was an influence. But, you know, when you try to think, oh, what's the best way to give back to a large group of people? You know, it's healthcare. It's healthcare facilities. 
even though I was a nurse. <laughs> but, you know, I think, you know, everyone would agree that we all look to, to them, and that's where I think money's so support should go. so necessary. They mm -hmm. need it so much, really. How does it feel to you to be able to contribute in that way to your community? Well, I'm very, I'm very happy to uh, to give back, and I, I want to give back to, to uh, in a, in a way that our uh, employees, everything are, are happy with with what we're doing, and so on, because they're my partners in the in the business, and uh, and everyone is supportive of us giving to the to the medical system and so on that's good for them and their children and whatever and, and families and so on so i think it's you know it's it's like giving back to them as well so they're they're all getting something out of that so it's a it's a it's a very positive response troy it seems like you've grown up with a, a great example of generosity of spirit mm -hmm. absolutely yeah i they've uh well sharon's been leading the charge on on our charity side for for so many years but uh they're a great example to follow, um, and uh, we, you know, as Children's Hospitals has been our, our, our place of, uh, of focus um, across Canada. It's, I think that everyone can, can identify with the fact that, you know, your family is so important to you, and, and, and you want to make sure that they're looked after. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing that, you know, I mean, for, for so long, for 50 years, so a business to be, to re-energize itself each and every year to be on top. And we have, we're number one, you know, in, in a many of the malls that across Canada. To be on top for 50 years is, is extremely difficult. And, and that takes the team. Our team is, I mean, they're super great people, but they're very good at what they do. And that's, that's really how we win the customer for life. Is that your secret sauce? People, people are the secret sauce for sure. But, you know, you have to kind of keep uh, reinventing yourself. And we and we have been reinventing ourselves uh, a few times over the period of time. There's there's lots of focus and lots of new things uh, coming up for the future. So uh, 50 doesn't stop it. 50 is just uh, we're just getting going here. So we're just getting going. So we got a lot, lot of things to do. And when you think of 50 years, how does it make you feel? to have accomplished this? Makes you feel a little old, but uh, I don't think about very much of where we are because I continue to keep concentrating on where we want to go and we're not there yet. And uh, so we, we've, we've done a lot, and, uh, but, uh, but, but this is just a, a milestone on the, on the way and so on, but, but we, we've got a lot more to do. Richard has always been on the go always seeing a bigger picture. And I just find that, I always, always found that amazing. I think that we've made it, and he keeps saying, no, we're, we've got more to do, we've got more to go. And I think that's just amazing. Here we are now, 50 years later, and we are coast to coast. And you know we're the Canada's uh, largest family-owned jewelry business. And I just think, you know, from the Red Tavern, you know, we've Come done on. well. I think it's a sign of your uh, flexibility and creativity in marketing even that uh, you were willing to get behind this podcast, the Canadian Love Map, and we literally couldn't do it without you. So I want to say that we've heard from so many people, particularly through the pandemic, that these stories that we tell of love in all its forms across the country have been really uplifting to people in a dark time. And do you feel good about that? That's very good, very good. I mean, it, I mean what, what better thing is there? I mean, obviously, I think that uh, 
during a time when people were not able to do so many other things, they had to look at all of their uh, loved ones and who they were uh, who they were sharing. That's the, it's the companionship and and uh, and they uh, had to. Huh? They had to. They had to. I mean, that's. <laughs> I thought the podcasts were amazing, and I loved them, and I loved each and every one of the stories. It was so heartwarming, and I'm just so proud that I was part of it. We love to be part of a Canadian love stories, and it's just great that we have you know some really tangible, real stories to hear, and 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 it's amazing. Well, I think that ties in perfectly to me asking the two people sitting beside you, how proud they are of you and your engagement and involvement in this company. Uh, it's just been absolutely wonderful. It's been amazing to see him grow from the time when he was putting the uh, computer in and did not want any part of our company. And then at the end of the term said, you know, I really like what we do. I'm, it's exciting, you know, I, do you have a job now? And uh, and we were we've been so pleased, and he's just done an amazing job uh, through the years, and especially during the COVID and the pandemic. I don't know what we would have done without him, without his energy, and without you know he it, building his team and getting his team around him to say, okay, what's next? He was looking to the future. The day we were shut down everywhere in Canada, he said, okay, what about tomorrow? What's it going to look like? He's amazing. Oh, Troy has done a great job, you know, and uh, and this is uh, this is something to say because in a lot of families and a lot of family businesses, I guess, you know, where the second generation is not an easy task and so on to uh, to take over. And uh, but uh, he has taken over in a, in a great way, and uh, we have great respect for each other, and we work well together. And uh, so, uh, at least I say we work well together, and uh, and uh, so we work well together, and uh, and we and we we very seldom ever uh, disagree on, on many things, whatever. Uh, so it's 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 very very good. So he supported me uh, an opportunity to uh, stay on beyond my time uh, and still help. Uh, work with the business and uh, and know that it's in good, capable hands. So uh, it's all all been a, a very good good spot. Now, Troy, I don't know if you're considered one of the founders since you were in diapers at the time, but what would you say about your parents and what they have accomplished? Well, yeah, it's just amazing the the story, actually the culture that they've actually created in the company. I mean, I think that that's really comes a lot from from uh, you know what they believe in you can see in the company, so that's nice. I mean, uh, and certainly some of the way that they've actually handled their uh, their lives, I see that in, in the company. And we were so passionate as a family about the business. So I, I would, you know, I guess I had a really, like a very long learning curve because I had so much time under the <laughs> It was a university that never stopped, right? But, um, but, it, but you know, they, they really um, are amazing people. Uh, and amazing business uh, leaders. I, I, I highly respect what they've done. How many people they've employed across Canada? It's like 900 people. It's like amazing. And how many engagement rings and and, and other gifts of love we've sold? I mean, it's, it's spectacular how many lives we've been, been a part of. So. Well, you're right. Even with those 900 employees, that's 900 families in Canada that you know you're helping them pay their mortgage and and bring up their kids. That's really something.
Thank you so much for being willing to talk about this uh, amazing story. And thank you for supporting the Canadian Love Map podcast. We, we love what we do, and we love the people we meet through this podcast, and you make it possible. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. Very thank, much. You. thank you. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. And if you want to help us spread the love even more, rate and review our podcast. It makes such a difference. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.